You're listening to the Life with Old Dogs podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Mimnaw, primary caretaker of all of our wonderful senior German Shepherds right here at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Life with Old Dogs podcast. This week, we are covering cancer and your senior German Shepherd. This is number four of the 20 most common health issues found in senior German Shepherds series. And it's a lengthy one, so we're going to get right to it. All right. You you purchase a puppy. Hopefully, you've, you've adopted, <laughs> but you've purchased a puppy. But nonetheless... Whether you purchased or you adopted, your senior German Shepherd, your your German Shepherd's now senior, he's older. You've had him his whole life. He's your best friend and he's your family and you would do anything for him. Lately, you've noticed that he's he's not eating like he normally does. That that's typical of a lot of older dogs. I mean, there are, there are times they don't want to eat, even though you try to zhuzh up their food, they they just kind of turn their nose up to it. And if that happens, sometimes it's not a big deal. If it happens on a regular basis, you need to get it. You need to get it checked out. But so he's he's not eating like he normally does. He may seem lethargic and depressed. So you start, you know, really trying to engage him by taking him to his favorite places. Um, you know, maybe getting him together for a play date, trying to get him, you know, socially active. And and he typically is, but he's not. He's not now. And you're just not sure what's going on. You might chalk it up to, well, you know, he's 10, he's 11, he's 12. He's, he's you know, he's old. You know, maybe he's just having a bad day, whatever. So you, you keep a close eye on his new behavior. You might let it slide for a couple days, maybe a week, maybe two weeks. If you're anything like me, you don't let it slide for any any more than a few days before you contact your trusted veterinarian and you get him in there and she does a full workup that includes blood work, urinalysis, possibly a fecal sample, um, x-rays, maybe other diagnostic imaging, MRI, whatever, what have you. And that's when, unfortunately, you discover he has cancer. Now, I know, I know this diagnosis can be terrifying to to senior German Shepherd parents. I, I mean, I've been there. I've been there probably about five times now, maybe a little more. So I know that the the diagnosis it's 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 unsettling. It can range from unsettling to terrifying. Uh, but it's essential for you as a senior German Shepherd parent to put your fears aside and to gain as much knowledge as you can about the cancer that your dog has just been diagnosed with and um, how you're going to proceed from there. Uh, cancer is the number one cause of death in our fur friends, with approximately 6 million being diagnosed annually. 6 million, folks. I mean, that's shocking. That's shocking and appalling. And I, I, this needs to be talked about 
widely. Why are 6 million of our fur friends being diagnosed with cancer annually? I have my own thoughts on that. And I could really, really get up on a soapbox, but we don't have time. Right, that is one in every four dogs being diagnosed with cancer annually. And statistically speaking, the chances of your senior German Shepherd being diagnosed with cancer at some point in time, they're, they're high. Uh, the, the breed in general is prone to certain types of cancer, um, just like other breeds, Labrador Retrievers, Roddies, Boxers. I mean, they're all these, these purebred dogs, they're all subject to certain illnesses as they, as they age and German Shepherds are no different. And the older your German Shepherd gets, let's say he's 10, now he's 11, now he's 12. Once they reach 10 years old, they're geriatric. They're not even seniors anymore. They're geriatric. And at, at that point, they, they, are, they have a 50% greater chance of getting cancer. And about half of them who do get cancer will pass away from the cancer. I don't, I don't like those statistics. <laughs> I don't like them, and I, I aim to change them here for the Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd residents present and any that come in the future. All right. But anyway, in this podcast, we're going to dive deep into what causes cancer in our distinguished fur friends, the, what the most common forms of cancer are in Senior German Shepherds, treatment for, and steps that you can take to prevent well, at least to help prevent your senior German Shepherd from getting cancer. So what is cancer? What is canine cancer? Well, you know, it's the same cancers, cancer's cancer. Cancer is the, is, it's a disease caused when cells divide uncontrollably and spread into the surrounding tissue. Okay. It's no different than, than what it is in people. Again, cancer is cancer. What causes canine cancer? So there, there are a few things, and it could be one factor or it could be a combination, but genetics is, is a factor that can cause cancer, environmental factors, diet and lifestyle, overuse of vaccine, vaccines, let me say that again, overuse of vaccines and certain viruses. Overuse of vaccines is another soapbox I could get up on too, folks, but I won't. <laughs> most common type of cancer types of cancer in senior german shepherds hemangiocarcinoma that's uh, malignant tumors derived from cell linings in blood osteosarcoma that accounts for 85% of all skeletal tumors and it's an, it's aggressive same with hemangiocarcinoma lymphoma that's cancer of the lymphatic system, which accounts for 24% of all new canine cancers. Mast cell tumors, that's, most, that's the most common skin tumor. Now, there are other forms of cancer too, but again, they're the most common types of cancer in senior German shepherds. All right. 12 signs of of cancer, of canine cancer. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you these, these 12 signs and, you know, you might have your senior German shepherd next to you. 
or maybe you're you're at work listening to this, maybe you're driving home from work, I'm not sure, but you're thinking of your senior German Shepherd and and I'm going to read through these and I please don't be going, "Oh, my dog has that. My dog has that. My dog has that too." And then and then start panicking. Please don't do that. Um these these signs and symptoms could could be ha- you know, they could be a multitude of things that don't, you know, mean cancer. Um, so please don't, don't, don't think like that. But that being said, if your senior German Shepherd is having any of these 12 signs or symptoms, please get, get your senior German Shepherd to the vet and get it checked out because it's important. All right, here we go. 12 signs of cancer. Swelling that doesn't go away or gets worse and gets worse. Unexplainable limping or stiffness that doesn't go away. Sores that don't heal, weight loss, not wanting to eat, trouble eating, abnormal bleeding, loss of stamina, lack of energy, unusual odor, difficulty breathing, persistent cough, excessive drinking, and trouble eliminating. All right, again. Could it be cancer? Yes. Could it be something else like excessive drinking? Yes, that could be diabetes. <laughs> you know, there's something along those lines. You know, you, you need to get it checked out. Unusual odor. Could it be cancer? Yes, but it could also be a yeast infection. So um, l- loss of loss of stamina, lack of energy. Could it be that? Yes, but it could also be arth- arthritis. They don't want to get up and move. All right. Trouble eating. Could it be cancer? Yes, but it could also be bad teeth. So it's important to to get the symptoms checked out sooner rather than later, all right? Um, any of those symptoms, getting it checked out is uh, early is key. Okay, so what what is the treatment for cancer? How is how is canine cancer treated? Each type of cancer requires a specific treatment plan, and treatment may include one or a combination of the following treatments, surgery, chemotherapy, radiation, and now immunotherapy. And again, it could be one of or a combination of. I mean, we've had surgery to remove cancers, and, you know, the senior German shepherd was fine after after the... the um, the mass was removed. Fine for a while. All right. So, so okay. Now, now your your senior German Shepherd has been diagnosed with cancer, um, and you're speaking with your trusted veterinarian. So after after that, you're going to discuss the type of cancer. Right. You've you've identified what it is: hemangio, osteo, lymph, lymphoma, wh- whatever it may be. And, and then you're going to discuss the stage of cancer. That's either, you know, that's how large and how far the, the, the cancer has spread. Um, if your senior German shepherd is well enough for treatment, okay, and that's a determination that you and your trusted veterinarian is going to have to make because, the, you know, the reality may be that he may not be well enough for treatment, or maybe you know treatment is so expensive and you can't afford um, the treatment. But anyway, if it's agreeable that your senior German Shepherd is well enough for treatment, 
then your veterinarian will go into detail about the treatment plan, or perhaps maybe she's not, you know, equipped enough to do that, and she'll send you to a board-certified oncologist, a specialist. And I'm not saying your trusted veterinarian is not equipped enough. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. But, you know, like us and humans, if we get cancer, we don't go to our general doctor. We go to an oncologist. And it's it's the same for our beloved fur friends. We want them to have a specialist. If, however... It is determined that the cancer has progressed to the point where treatment is no longer beneficial or your fur friend is in great pain and or the cost of treatment is not within your reach, then euthanasia may need to be considered either right away or in time. And I know I know that's that's just so sad to even think about. It really is. Um, some people are very uh, good at being um, objective. And um, I I don't know if I'm objective. I'm not. I'm subjective objective. <laughs> I'm subjective. Uh, you know, I can be I can be an emotional mess, but uh, I, you know, eventually make the objective decision. It just it's just I'm a little more emotional about it. So I don't know, maybe I'm just may, I don't know what I'm saying there. I know some people who can make a, a decision like that very cut and dry um, like, okay, yep, not going to make it. Let's, let's euthanize right now. Don't want the dog to suffer. And where they may come off as cold because they can make a decision like that, that may even seem abrupt and like they haven't thought about it. They most likely have thought about it and can just determine, okay, no, we're not going to put this dog through treatment. Let's just, let's just do this right now and put him out of his suffering, um, without really, you know, getting too emotional about it. And, and that's fine. You know, that's the way you are. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I don't second guess myself, but I, I feel bad sometimes for, um, for, <laughs> for a veterinarian, Dr. Sheila. I love her. She's fantastic. And I've known her for a very long time and she's had German shepherds and, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like I ask too many questions. I, I go over too much. You know, she spends a lot of time with me <laughs> in, in, the, uh, in the office when I bring a dog in and a life-ending decision um, is imminent. Like I just, I do a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And she's very, she's very patient with me and she's very tolerant and she, she gives me all the information I need until I feel the correct decision is being made. And I know her so well that I've, I've, I've said to her, there have been times I've said to her, Dr. Sheila, if this was your dog, what would you do? And she tells me, and based on what she tells me, I do absolutely include that in, you know, how I come to the decision whether to move forward with a treatment or, or a euthanasia. I trust her that much. So, so if that is, if that is questionable, whether the cancer is spread too far, your senior German shepherd is in great pain, or maybe you just can't financially afford to do treatment, then it may be time to consider euthanasia. Um, if, if you opt to not do treatment, 
but your your senior German Shepherd doesn't need to be euthanized right away, then you you then enter into a phospice situation. And phospice, it's just like hospice in people with a pho, because pho is for furry. And <clears throat> then you you go home with your senior German Shepherd and you you try to go about making the the last part of his life as as wonderful as it can possibly be. I mean, some people even come up with a bucket list for their senior German Shepherd and do all sorts of fun things that they wouldn't normally do um, to really send their friend over the Rainbow Bridge with nothing but but wonderful, wonderful, great memories of a very fulfilled life. Uh, and and that's what phospice care is. Um, the important thing about phospice care is to determine when it is time to actually say goodbye to our fur friends. And again, that is something that I would implore you to um, stay in close contact with your trusted veterinarian and make that determination together. All right, canine cancer survival rates. Earlier detection is best, okay? They have longer survival rates if the cancer is caught early enough and if it is not an aggressive form of cancer. Now, I didn't include this in the blog post, but we have had treatments for German shepherds with cancer. And I hate to say this, but survival survival rate really maybe three, six months, maybe a year tops. And then you have to consider whether uh, putting them through the treatment to survive three more months or six more months or possibly a year is actually worth it because um, although although um, although our, our our fur friends actually um, don't seem to be bogged down with treatment for cancer like humans do, um, you still have to determine whether their quality of life is going to supersede treatment. Right, so that's something to think about. All right, moving on to prevention. Wait, did I forget something? Yes. Prevention. Okay. Eliminate as many chemicals from your senior German Shepherd's indoor and outdoor environment as possible. Okay, number one that comes to mind is weed killer, Roundup. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Did you know one of the worst places you can walk your, your dog is on a golf course? or any lawn that is professionally treated. Their chances of gaining cancer skyrocket to like 70%. I feel bad for the people actually spraying that stuff. Don't don't use it, okay? There are other alternatives to killing weeds than using Roundup or, or anything along those lines. It's just bad. Uh, that's why there's class action lawsuits against it. Um <clears throat> Just don't. Uh, chemicals inside the house. You, you know, you're talking about uh, cleaning solutions on the floor. Um, any any sort of chemical that may be on your pet's bed, Scotch Guard, anything like that. Um, you know, the bottom line is here. We we wear protective. We wear clothes. It's protection, so it protects our skin. 
Um, even though our dogs have fur, they're still laying. They're they're walking directly on the lawn that could be sprayed with weed weed killer. It's getting onto the pads of their feet. It's getting absorbed into their skin. They're licking themselves. Um, same with chemicals on the floor. You know, if you're using some 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 wonderful cleaning solution to make your hardwood floor shine, what the heck is in that stuff? And your dog is laying on it. You know, I mean, I think about kids. I used to have a, I used to have a, um, a, pro, a residential commercial cleaning service for 23 years. And I had customers who would want me to use specific uh, product on their floor. And I think to myself, and your baby is crawling around on this and you want me to wipe your floor with that stuff? No, I just couldn't with a clear conscience do it. No, well, it's the same with our dogs. You know, they're on the floor and, and they're, they're absorbing this stuff in, uh, through their skin and the pads of their feet. So you need to know what is in the cleaning solution that you're using in the home, chemicals tr- on the lawn, uh, what their beds are made out of, whether it's got flame retardant material. And if it does, put like a, put like a, an old cotton sheet over it in, instead. I use, I use old blankets and sheets all the time on um, dog beds because I, I don't know if it, there's flame retardant material or scotch guard on it. And I don't, I don't want the senior German shepherds here laying on that. Um, secondhand smoke. That's another, you know, preventative. It's another environmental preventative that you can, you can incorporate if you know someone or live with someone who smokes like me. Unfortunately, Mr. Woody's place is a smoker. I, I can't stand it, but he is. And uh, Mr. Woody's place smokes outside, come hell or high water. I don't care if he's freezing his face off out there. <laughs> he's not smoking inside. Um, and then I don't, I don't even want him touching, you know, the animals unless he washes his hands because that smoke is on his hands. And then he's stroking the dogs or the cats, you know, petting their fur, and then it's on their fur, and then they're licking themselves, and then they're ingesting it. Um, and it may not seem like, you know, a lot, maybe I'm a little over the top, but you know what? I've also had senior German shepherds come in here and live for a very long time to the point where people have said, wow, it's like you have angel dust spread all over the sanctuary because these dogs come in, they're in bad shape, and then they go on to live a lot longer than people anticipate. Well, it's because I'm very, um, anal (laughs) about things like this. And I think it matters. Um, Limiting topical pesticides. That to me is another environmental factor. So, all right, you got your flea and tick preventative and granite. I know it's important and sometimes you need to incorporate it. There are, there have been times, you know what, times I can count on my one hand how many times the senior German shepherds of Woody's Place and the cats have received a topical flea and tick preventative. But over the the history of Woody's Place, that's that's over a decade and a half now, I can count on my one hand how many times fleas have been an issue. And I am a huge proponent of using my all-natural flea and tick preventative. It's a simple and easy recipe that you can use in, in with ingredients that you probably have right in your pantry. And I will be sure to include the link to that blog post in the podcast notes. And it it cuts down. It cuts down big time, in my opinion. And I live in the sticks, folks. I live in the sticks. All right? I'm in a rural area. 
<laughs> so good chance there's going to be fleas and ticks. This stuff works. The other thing that I feel works for me, which I know not everybody can do, is I have about 40 chickens running around all over the place. And um, yeah, they are huge, huge on tick and flea and tick patrol. They love eating those things. And it works. But seriously, this topical pesticide treatment um, that you use for flea and tick preventative is a pesticide. Okay. And is it, is it, going to kill your dog if you use it, you know, maybe three months out of the year during, you know, during the, the the major time for fleas and ticks? Probably no. But I mean, do you really need to use it all year long? Well, I guess it depends on where you live. Maybe you actually do. And if you are using it all year long, you better be doing other things to support your dog's health to try to counteract that pesticide that is getting into their body. Again, it is a pesticide, and your dog has to be able to metabolize and excrete that chemical. And if you have an older dog, an older, you know, dogs, older senior German Shepherd, and or a dog that has um, immunity issues, then um, then you need to be mindful of that pesticide treatment. Because, you know, it could be detrimental to their health. I said, I said immunity, immune issues. All right. Another way we go about preventing cancer um, in our senior German Shepherds the best we can is we don't over-vaccinate. Um, our veterinarian practice knows us very well by now. That when, uh, you know, a wellness visit comes up, they are not bombarding us with, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want that? She knows, or he, whichever vet we get, knows right off the bat, rabies. We're getting rabies and distemper. That's what we get, rabies and distemper. And we, we deal with whatever else comes down the road. And I would rather have a tighter test for um, instead of a rabies shot. So uh, ask your vet about that. Ask for a tighter test because if they are still producing antibodies from the rabies shot the year before or three years before, then you can get a certificate as opposed to getting another rabies shot and over-vaccinating your senior German Shepherd. All right. This is the big one for us. Feeding Feed your, your senior German Shepherd human-grade whole foods as opposed to commercial brand dog food as much as possible. Okay, like the over-vaccinating, I could get up on a huge, huge soapbox on this one. And anyone who knows me, Dawn, okay, primary caretaker of Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary, knows we primarily feed the senior German Shepherds here human-grade whole food. Okay, and we do we do either a 70-30 split or an 80-20 split, depending on my work that week, my work schedule that week, um, where they will get kibble, they still get kibble, or maybe they would maybe they won't. <laughs> maybe it's um dehydrated food, uh, like uh Dr. Harvey's or um Honest Kitchen. Maybe they'll get dehydrated and home-cooked. Maybe they'll get kibble, and we do use canine caviar and from and, and home-cooked food on top of that. Um, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll just get home-cooked. I mean, listen, there's been lots of times where I'm here and I'm making Mr. Woody's Place and I dinner, and, you know, maybe it's, it's chicken soup. 
Maybe it's chicken and rice. Maybe it's chicken and noodle. And really, how can you make a little chicken and noodle? How can you make a little chicken noodle soup? You can't. So guess what? I I give it to the dogs too. I mean, I make sure that I add some sort of um, vitamins, minerals and vitamin, uh, vitamins and mineral packet to their food if I'm giving them uh, chicken and noodle soup that we're having for dinner because I know they have, of course, their nutritional needs that need to be met too. So I do incorporate, um, it's Dr. Uh, Karen Becker's uh, meal mix, which I love because it, it takes the guesswork out of, oh, geez, are there nutritional, are there nutritional needs being met? Um, so they're getting actual food, all right, and their nutritional meals are being met. Uh, the other thing I do is I change up their food all the time. So you know, and I'm going to sort of get up on my little soapbox here a little bit in regard to commercial brand dog food. It's that, folks, we have been brainwashed to believe that that is the holy grail in terms of food for our senior German shepherds. And I'm here to tell you it's not, okay? It's, it's equivalent to us eating the same box of cereal over and over and over again our entire lives, even if it's the best box of cereal we could possibly have. Okay. Our nutritional meal or nutritional needs are, are not going to be met from that one box of cereal. And your senior German shepherd's needs are not being met from that one bag of commercial brand dog food, even if it is a $120 bag of dog food, top of the line, five stars on dogfoodadvisor.com. It's not, it's not going to work. Okay. We need to be feeding our, our fur friends, whole food, whole human grade foods and a variety of it. All right. And you can learn a lot about that, um, online. Like I love Dr. Karen Becker and her book, The Forever Dog, is a game changer. I, I No affiliation here whatsoever, but I would implore you to get that book. Audiobook, Kindle, hard, hardback, whatever, paperback, get that book, The Forever Dog. It's, it's, it's a game changer. Uh, trust me, if you want your dog to live the best life he could possibly live for as long as he can, that book will... It's a it's an eye opener. So, all right, but let me get off that subject here because we're almost up to a half hour. Um, provide your senior German Shepherd with an active, fulfilling lifestyle. All right, we all know that a sedentary lifestyle is like it's like the new uh, smoking in terms of cancer. Sedentary lifestyle um, can lead to cancer. And do regular wellness checks with a trusted veterinarian. It's important to go once a year. Once your dog becomes senior or geriatric, you want to go a little bit more than that. Um, really keep up on like uh, their blood work, you know, get get like a baseline done at their their annual checkup. Um, see see where their levels are at. This way, if you know you, you take your dog to get to get you know a, a senior blood panel done in August and by December something doesn't seem right and you go back and you get more blood drawn then you can compare well here's where his results were in August so we know something's off perhaps you know it looks like there might be something going on with his kidneys and you're able to determine so and then treat for whatever whatever it is that the where you know the change is okay so there you have it talked about um 
What causes what cancer is, what causes cancer, the most common types in senior German shepherds, 12 signs of cancer, how cancer is treated, cancer survival rate, and then prevention. And, you know, this is just skimming over the topic of cancer. Really, um, you know, we, 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 we did dive deep into skimming over cancer, but really this is a topic that could be talked about for quite some time. But the bottom line is the best way to help your senior German shepherd live his best life is to avoid cancer altogether. Okay. And that the best way to do that is by being proactive about his health and well-being. Um, and still, if your senior German Shepherd ends up with cancer, the next best thing you can do is to follow the advice of your trusted veterinarian and be with him every step of the way, regardless of how much time he may or may not have. So it's important to remember that our dogs live in the moment and their moments are brief. And we as senior German Shepherd parents owe it to our fur friend to be completely present for them when and if they are fighting the battle of cancer. All right. So that's, that's it. That's all I have for now, folks. Um, I hope, I hope you are able to take away something, something beneficial and useful from this, this podcast on cancer and from our, um, our series, the 20 most common health issues in senior German shepherds. Uh, we still have a few to go. Um, you know, on a side note, this is this has been hard. It's it's actually been hard doing this this series. Um, it just sounds very doomy and gloomy, and honestly, I don't like it. I I I'm really an upbeat, positive person, and I just feel like you know this is this is the very dark side of um, of you know having older dogs in in our lives but the reality is it it needs to be discussed and information e- equals power and the more information you have the more knowledge you have um the better an advocate you can be for your senior german shepherd all right so that's why i'm going i'm going through this this whole process it's really for you to be able to help your your senior German shepherd live the best possible life he can for as long as he can. All right, that is it until next week folk next week's yeah, I can talk. Until next week folks, be well. Mm-hmm.